Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sawbones, Marital Tour of Misguided Medicine. I'm your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. Sid, I am excited for this one. I must I must admit, I'm always excited to record with you, you're my best friend. I love making a show with you. You're my best friend, too. Well, but this time, I'm especially excited because the times that you have discussed this week's topic in very fleeting moments, it sounds like you're having some sort of delayed psychedelic response. You're you're on some sort of substance that has expanded your consciousness to include worlds beyond worlds. Do you know, Justin, what is you know what was tough about this one for me? What? I you may know this if you're listening, because I probably have mentioned it before. Um I am the I'm a huge fan of the TV show Fringe. Yes, not Friends. Fringe. Fringe. Which is no longer on the air. Right. It's an older Much like show. Friends. But it's got Pacey from Dawson's Creek on it. Not on Friends. No, but anyway, in the show Fringe, as since it's like Fringe science, like the fringes of what we know into like the pseudoscientific unknown realm, um, they do a lot of stuff on there that is not real. Right, is pretend. It's for pretend. Fun. It's for fun. fun. But I always I mean I love that I love the idea of like what they're what they're hearkening to is the age of of like professors at universities doing weird psychedelic. Like this is very 70s, right? Trying mm-hmm. to study ESP and stuff like that. Right. I love reading about all that stuff. I find it really interesting and the people who d- devoted a lot of time to it. And so like I don't want to sit here and say that I mean, I, I hate to make fun of it. I'm, right? I'm really trying not to do that. That's. I think that's very noble um, of you. Because the fact that science is a continual um, exploration mm-hmm. and that we must be open always to the possibility that what we know might change. Okay. You know, that yes. we might make a new discovery that slightly alters or expands or sometimes reverses something we thought we understood, right? Okay. I mean, that's science. Like, that's science. So you have to have that open mind. But at the same time, there's some stuff we've done that was pretty goofy and silly and certainly isn't medical in any way. And we're we're with this week's topic, we're getting into a lot of that stuff that I think mm-hmm. makes for really good TV and makes fun. for- Fun, fun for the whole family. It's fun and it makes for like really fun conversations when maybe you've had a couple drinks. <laughs> and you're getting theoretical. This is what yeah. science people do for fun. This is fun to them. I've learned this, okay? It is fun. It is fun. But it, it doesn't make for good medicine. And that's that's when it becomes a problem, right? When this stuff starts being passed off as something that will heal you mm-hmm. in some way. So we're going to talk about something called the harmonic egg. <laughs> I know, even just the name. It's really good. Just from the beginning, I already have a really good sense of how legitimate it is. And I'm, I'm, thank you, heaven, for bringing this topic to us. Although, at the same time, heaven is our listener who sent us this email telling me about the harmonic egg. At the same time, not it's, a sort of Joan of Arc situation going on here. No, no, no. The the heaven, the human, the human that right. sent us that email. Thank you. Except that. It's hard for me to express gratitude because now I have to know about this thing. Right. That's that's your (laughs) blessing and your curse. Now, I I have to be aware that these are out there in the world and that people are paying money to use them. And as you probably have learned about me, I find that frustrating. So 
The egg. As you've loudly announced around the house several times this week, I would say. <laughs> the egg itself. It's really hard to watch the videos about this. The, <laughs> the, <laughs> the egg itself Sydney is. Sydney said also to me that she was going to try to get this ep- through this episode, quote, without bullying. And I just thought that was so noble of her that she would try to uh, not bully someone. I, I am not. I, I think that, oh, it's so hard. It <laughs> If something brings you comfort or solace or joy or peace or whatever, even if it's not really something that is working. I mean, like, right, there's always that fine line, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things people do that are harmless that bring them a sense of well-being. Yes. That I don't have evidence to back up, but I'm not going to discourage and I don't want to give somebody a hard time for doing right. But at the same time, this is for money. This is you're charging for this stuff. And so then I feel like it's fair game to at least discuss it. Is it real? Does it work? Is there evidence to back it up? That's what we're going to talk about. So the egg is relatively new in the pseudoscience world, although the stuff that it's based on is really old, right? It's like a lot of that sort of call to ancient wisdom kind of approach. The, The different pseudoscientific principles at play here are mm-hmm. all very old. No no new ground is being trod. Right. Um, we are rediscovering very old ideas and assuming that they are legitimate because they are very old. And we repackage them in one giant egg. <laughs> um, the inventor of the egg, Gail Lynn, uh, has a story that it sounds like a lot of, we've talked about like the story that sells products mm-hmm. on this show, especially, I think we talked a lot about this with supplements. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And with uh, patent medicines often have similar like stories behind There's them. There's a lot so. of like allopathic medicine could do nothing for me, so I took medicine into my own hands. Yes, precisely. That it is it is a very similar sort of story. And the, and by saying that, I'm not insinuating that it's untrue. No. At I all. Mean, I have I have no way of knowing about I wouldn't have no reason to to question the validity of the story, right? Right. Sure. This is all true. Um but it feels very similar to a lot of these sorts of products that people sell. Okay. Um so basically uh the the inventor of this egg was diagnosed with some various stress-related illnesses. Um, depending on, like, you'll read different bios, different places, and there are a lot of these out there, by the way, these eggs. I'll get to that. There are a lot of these eggs now in a lot of different places. So you read different sort of stories, whether it was, like, some sort of stressful heart problem, perhaps, like, a what we would call, like, a transient ischemic attack or a mini-stroke, um, some sort of... Um, uh, I, I saw a reference to uh, Lyme disease at one point. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Alert, alert. Which we have discussed before, not to retread old ground, but there's Lyme disease, there's post-Lyme uh, disease treatment syndrome, and then there is the entity chronic Lyme disease, which is not a recognized medical diagnosis that no no legitimate medical organization supports or, or advises treating in the way that pseudoscientific... Um, I don't know what to call them. Doctors, practitioners, practitioners is very practitioners generous. would would recommend. Um, just to remind you of that. Um, so, and I don't know what kind. Obviously, this person had. I don't mm-hmm. know anything about that. Not not the doctor. Just reading the bios that are freely available online. You can read yourself. So anyway, there was also a lot of physical and emotional stress from stuff that stresses us all out. Sure. Our jobs and relationships and things like that. Our eggs. Um, and so seeking some sort of alternative healing method, she found sound and light therapy. And now the exact like nature of this, of the type of sound and light therapy that she encountered, I don't know. I don't have, I couldn't find in any of the bios like the description of like, did you go like sit under a sun lamp because that's like a light you, therapy. I wish you could click audio because like we this would take you to the sub, the, the several Solomon's episodes we've done about sound and light therapy and their relative usefulness. We're going to talk about a lot of the things we've covered before um, that again are all coming together for this egg. Uh, so sound, so light therapy as we've talked about a lot of the time what you're talking about is something like using a a sun lamp. Mm-hmm. Or some sort of UV light device for something like seasonal affective disorder. Okay. Um, something Justin has tried before. Yep. Uh, so, you know, in th- light therapy can be beyond that. Like it can be different colors of light or patterns of light. Mm-hmm. There, Light therapy can encompass more than just I need a sun lamp because it's winter and that makes me depressed. Um, but so 
she tried something that involved some sort of light therapy and then sound therapy. Um, sound therapy is a little, I, I don't know that we've ever done an episode just on sound therapy. It's, I don't think so. It is what it sounds like. You listen to things and it is healing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it. Now, what exactly, what are, what are the elements of sound therapy? I mean, it really, since it is not a recognized structured science, the modalities um, can be quite varied. So this could be anything from listening to something soothing. I imagine a lot of the music, we're going to talk a lot about the music that because uh, this plays into the egg. Oh, great. Um, have you ever been to one of those stores yep. at like a mall mm-hmm. where they have a lot of sort of kind of, um, Is it, I don't know the word. Are you talking about the screen? Like the big... The big Ab- screen. The big screen. Oh, it's not even a screen, right? It's just like a big plastic. And it has pictures of CD covers. anymore. No, but, they don't exist because it was to buy a CD. Yeah, but it used to be a big, like, uh, I don't know, like two foot by two foot panel. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like on a kiosk. And mm-hmm. you would press the, a button on the panel and put on headphones usually. Yes. And it'd be like ocean sounds. And you press the button and it's like. This is what happened before YouTube, or Inya, or whatever. Or Inya, yeah, right. Yeah, and so it was like stuff that was soothing, or nature sounds, oh, this is where you or like a rain stick Gregorian on a CD. Monks. Yes, Gregorian monks was a thing for a little bit, folks. Mm-hmm. I promise it was. There was. There was usually some Celtic music on there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And like I remember, we had sort of like a Celtic new agey kind of store at the mm-hmm. mall that had one of these. And yeah. so, like, I imagine that a lot Excalibur? of caliber is it the. Or did they just sell swords and Excalibur glass miniatures? Was just, exactly. Okay. Swords and glass. Um, <laughs> great store, swords and glass. Uh, anyway, it, so it can be that kind of music. Could be sound therapy. It can be things like drums or the crystal bowls, the sound bowls. Ooh, You've heard yeah. those. Yeah. Um, gongs, chimes, tones. It could be singing or chanting of some sort. Um it, Or it could be um, like sitting in a sound bath, like something that would create vibrations that would surround you, right? So you actually feel the sound waves as mm-hmm. opposed to just hear them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a similar thing that we can do for kidney stones to break up a kidney stone. Put oh, you, you hit a, it with like sound waves? Yeah, put you in a bath with sound waves. Um, there's also a lot of like, I don't know how, I don't know if it's scientific basis at all, but there's a lot of like, um, the name is going to escape me now, but it's a sort of like audio. Um, binaural Binaural beats. audio, binaural beats, right? Yes. Where it's like supposedly That's part it's of tapping it. into brainwave function and helping you to exactly sleep like or relax or whatever and there are ones where supposedly like if you put on a set of headphones one side will play one tone and the other will play the other and the combination can create bit. yeah yeah like different. a euphoric feeling or something trying mm-hmm. to tap into certain yes exactly parts I've of your been brain using to, stuff like this to fall asleep for the better part of my adult life so i'm i'm re- i i i'm on real shaky ground here but it doesn't matter because it, how, sleep is like ritual as much as as anything else, right? This is why when we talk about some of this stuff, because when I get to the final product here, I feel like it it seems a little silly. Like if I looked at it, I think I would giggle. I look at the pictures and I giggle. If you look up a picture of the harmonic egg while we're talking about it, it will make you giggle because it looks a little like, what? (laughs) Um, But the the reason that I think people go in for that, the reason that people will pay, (laughs) right? (laughs) It's not because, and I think this is really important to stress, because uh, oftentimes people who try these things, like, the wrong approach is to just, like, belittle them or call them unintelligent, you know, or naive for trying them. It's it's really easy to slide into this stuff because on the surface— This egg does not look that easy to slide into. On the, on the surface, it's it sounds really natural to say, like, I do feel better during the winter— if I'm in bright lights, it does make me feel better. That's mm-hmm. a true thing. I do feel better if I'm really stressed out, if I listen to soothing music. Okay. Um, I feel worse when I listen to jazz. We've talked about this because it's so complex and there's so much happening that my brain feels like every neuron is firing simultaneously right. and I'm going to freak out. Okay. And that's just me. So like we learn these things about ourselves. We learn what our body responds to and we naturally seek out those experiences if they bring us pleasure, alleviate discomfort. Um, but that is not medicine. And that's right. that's what I think is, but you can slide into this stuff easily. I mean, anybody can. So anyway, um, and especially if you're sick or desperate or scared. 
so uh, so that's what sound therapy is. Um, and it can be it can be any of those things. Um, and I should note that like in terms of a physiologic basis, how would sound therapy work? We've talked a little bit about light therapy and and why some of these things might have an effect on the brain or circadian rhythms or like release of certain hormones. Sound therapy, as I was trying to read, like, well, what's the physiology? Why do you think listening to these sounds cures you or heals you or does something to you? It's it, there's it's very vague. I mean, it, like I saw somebody said that the sounds just vibrate your cells. Yeah, and that's not, not. No, well, they, they don't. do in a sense. I mean, <laughs> if you want to get extremely literal no, about it, I mean, like that's not. So then we're getting into like inter- that's what the bass does too. The bass vibrates. <laughs> the bass vibrates yourself because then we're starting to get into energy medicine, which is like that's a big part of this harmonic egg. Is the idea not so much that medicine should be a focus on like your physiology, the, you know, the actual anatomy of your body, the structures inside your body, the way that they function, the the literal, you know, chemical signals that are being sent back and forth. It's the idea that instead health and wellness all has to do with the flow of energy through your body and the blockage of that flow for different reasons or ways. This is the basis of, I mean, obviously a lot of uh, uh, traditional Chinese medicine and this related energy fields, you yes. see a lot of it in... Applied kinesthesiology, I think, is a very prominent example. But, like, you can see energy used as a sort of hand-wavy, like, thing we don't understand for a lot of stuff. It's sort of like our modern humors, I would I would say. Yes. I mean, the, the again, these are calling on very ancient practices. The idea of, like, blocking the flow of energy as a reason for illness is not new Inter- to this person. And certainly— I mean, it's not something that Western culture has created. Like, these are old ideas about wellness and well-being and why someone gets sick that, like you said, a lot of, like, traditional Chinese medicine calls to these these theories. Certainly not um, a creation of 2010. <laughs> modern, modern alternative medicine seems to be just like a never-ending battle between toxins and energy. It's just those two things yes. vying for supremacy. Yes, exactly. Um, so, anyway— our, our our inventor tried these things and thought that they were helping, um, but thought that with a background in engineering and her own sort of natural gifts, she could do it better, okay. basically. Like, these things are good, but and I know they work because they worked on me. Um, but I think that I can use my expertise to perfect them. And so in 2010, she started sort of practicing her own, like, sounds and light therapies at her own center. Um, and... In doing this, she started incorporating all of these ideas, like, I want to do it all in a single experience. Okay. Um, I want to to make one single thing that will do all of this stuff for us. I got to say, babe, I was not really, um, I was not visualizing the scope of the egg properly when you first started discussing it. And mm-hmm. once I realized what we were talking about, I'm extremely excited. Okay. I haven't described it I yet. I will get there. Yeah, save that. I will get there. I'm we, so excited. So in order, but in order to understand why the egg, once you look at it, or if you are looking at it, why it looks like it does, why it has all those other elements. Cause like light and sound are just, that. I mean, that's just part of it. Right. Um, I need to talk about the other principles that got drawn into this. Um, but before I do that, we do have to go to the billing department real quick. Okay, but like really fast, you promise? Uh, really fast, I okay, promise. Okay, let's go. The medicines, the medicines that escalate macabre for the mouth. We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts, and that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed. But we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat, delicious meals right to your door. And not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real, high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got like fancy stuff. Listen to this. Where are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From 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 a, a box? 
pre-prepared. All I got at two minutes. I'm eating filet mignon. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious. And you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes, smoothies. They got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious. And the meals you just eat and eat. There's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup. Get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week. You're going to get exactly what you want. No surprises here. Uh, and the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McRoy fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McRoy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier than you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going Squarespace, to— Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool—think of it as— the palette, the palette of a web design artist. But you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great-looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com slash sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. What is up, people of the world? Do you have an argument that you keep having with your friends and you just can't seem to settle it? And you're sitting there arguing about whether it's Star Trek or Star Wars, or you can't decide what is the best nut or can't agree on what is the best cheese. Stop doing that. Listen to We Got This with Mark and Hal only on Max Fun. Your topics asked and answered objectively, definitively for all time. So don't worry, everybody. We We got got this. this. We got this. They can be anywhere, at your office, in your car, and they are wrong. My mom says that the gray house didn't exist, but she's wrong. He just does it wrong. Someone in your life is wrong about something. Something small, something weird, something vitally important. Only one person has the courage to tell them just how wrong they are. You know what you did was wrong, but your daughter is a liar who eats garbage. (laughs) They call me Judge John Hodgman. Listen to me on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. If someone in your life is doing you wrong, don't just take it. Take it to court. Submit your case at MaximumFun.org slash JJHO. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So as I said, as, as she was practicing these things, she wanted to incorporate some other ideas, I think, through her reading and her studies into her final sort of product. So um, one thing that she had studied and wanted to incorporate was sacred geometry. Mm. Sacred geometry is not really a medical concept. Um, I guess it's a mathematical and religious spiritual sort of concept. Um, A lot of it is tied to the idea that whatever whatever you believe is a higher power um, gave some order to the world, that there is some like natural structure to the world and that you can see that um, that order and that meaning echoed in like commonly occurring shapes okay. throughout the world and throughout our universe. And, and, and a lot of this is in like the natural world. So like a good example of this that has a lot of special meaning within sacred geometry is like a spiral, a logarithmic spiral, like a snail shell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Or like the perfect version of that is the Fibonacci spiral. Okay. Okay. Um, that has a lot of important spiritual meaning in some traditions. And if you imagine that, like, if you're trying to understand the world and our place in it and you see that and, like, that same shape is the shape of a hurricane um, 
a mm-hmm. hawk flies in that same sort of shape while circling prey. Or like once we're able to look at galaxies, they echo that shape. Like you can see where this would. It's like the golden ratio, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And it gives you. And that, and so it has a lot of like important spiritual meaning, these shapes. And it's the same thing with things like triangles and circles and squares. And uh, they're repeated throughout the man-made and the natural world and there's special meaning to them and that these shapes can then therefore have power over your life and your body and your feelings and your experiences i mean they're shapes like if you put them near you and like there are certain like traditions like where you would put crystals in certain shapes to invoke certain things and you you know okay so anyway it's it's more of a belief system related thing i get you then um certainly anything medical also a chromotherapy which we've done an entire episode on color therapy the idea that color can be healing in some way or can alter your mood and emotional state but also how you feel like your your physical well-being could be changed or influenced by colors that you are seeing remember we did an entire episode on baker miller pink right and the idea that this specific shade of pink was the most calming shade and could like quell violent impulses or like um, help somebody in an acute psychiatric crisis or something yeah. like that. Okay. Um, so so she wanted to incorporate sacred geometry as well as color therapy, sound and light therapy, and then all of these specific people who, and I watched a video interviewing the creator and a doctor that helped sort of develop some of these ideas, a doctor of energy medicine. Hmm. Um and they kind of name drop some like, okay, like Nikola Tesla is commonly referenced as a big influence on these ideas. Well, I mean, better, <laughs> than, like, better than Edison. Yeah. I mean, like that. So electricity, alternating current. We love that stuff, right? That's great. We love that. Yeah. Toasters, um, <laughs> Alexas, like cars, like we're wild for it. So there's so there's Tesla is up in there. And then there's, um, but then at the same time, like I, I in one of the interviews with them, uh, they were talking about Royal Rife. Do you remember Royal Rife? Oh, my God. That was the... Okay, Royal Rife. Was that the surgeon that did no. a lot of wild stuff? Royal Rife made... Okay, we did an entire episode on... <laughs> Royal Rife. Royal Rife. Uh, he did a bunch of... First, he made a bunch of microscopes. And, like, they were known for being, like, incredibly cumbersome, difficult to use, mm-hmm. and not the best. So he made a bunch of microscopes. And then he went on to make, like, these Rife machines... And uh, like to make <laughs> to make the Rife beam ray, um, and then he uh, he started these Rife devices. Do I remember? And he uh, he right. started talking about how all things have a certain frequency of vibration. Um, he called it the mortal oscillatory rate. Right. And so everything has that. So like um, in you know, and he's looking at microorganisms. So like herpes has a specific oscillation rate and flu has a specific oscillation rate sure. cancer sure has a specific oscillation and so if you can vibrate something at the same frequency at the the way that the organism naturally vibrates you can destroy it okay so that was that was the theory behind a lot of what he did and most of that has been soundly debunked yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, since then so anyway Ro- royal rife's theories come into play here um the work of Edgar Casey, the clairvoyant. Oh, okay. Yes, who like described the lost world of Atlantis. Okay, a lot of pioneering work here. It feels like, and, yeah. And so, and where all these ideas come into play? So, like, if you think of rife, like I said, there's this idea that things vibrate at a certain rate, and if you can match their vibration, you can neutralize them. Um, that is very much part of what is happening in these chambers. There's this vibration. <laughs> that is coming through mm-hmm. um, from the sound waves and it's vibrating within your body and that can be used to neutralize negative whatever the yes. thing is that you're blaming yeah. blaming things on. Um, and that was also, it, it's funny, I was reading some of the articles on there and that was mentioned, <laughs> um, there was an article about COVID because I had to know. I had to know. They had that all figured out, I'm sure. Where where did you fall on COVID? Um, I had my suspicions. And I found an article about how the original impulse of 
the creator of this machine, and then I guess people who practice this type of whatever you want to call it, modality, this modality. We'll use modality. They say that a lot, modality. Generous, yeah. Um, they, uh, the feeling was that initially, if we could just figure out the frequency that COVID vibrates at, we could vibrate something at the same rate and destroy it and kill the virus. But then they realized that that's the, ne- that's the wrong approach. Um, we should be loving the virus. Mm-hmm. Because love is the ultimate healing power. And so we refuse to vibrate on the frequency of the virus because then we're playing on the virus's field. And instead, we will rise above the virus and love the virus. Love the virus. Love the virus. And love it until. I'm not sure how that, like the the logistics of that. (laughs) Of loving Um, it. But like there, so like there's a, that cause to Rife's idea of the the vibration and the oscillation, whatever. Um, I think where uh, Casey comes in is that, so he was a clairvoyant and he had all, he was able to tell us all these things about history, about historical events that he didn't actually experience, places he's never been, times that he didn't live. Because he could see into them through his third eye, right? Through his mind's eye. Well, he would enter it through the dream world. So he could enter these places through the dream world and understand things that he wasn't actually part of. Mm-hmm. So this this plays into the egg. Um, <laughs> in uh, <laughs> this plays into the egg in something called the non-local realm. And I was I was listening to an explanation of the non-local realm. Um, Okay. I'm trying so hard to just explain. I'm not, I'm laughing about a funny joke that I know about. I'm just, I'm trying to explain to you. So, okay. All of this is tied into the ideas of something called controlled remote viewing and the non-local realm. Okay. Okay. Controlled remote viewing is sort of like the dream realm that we just talked about. The dreamscape, the dreamland. Basically, (laughs) you should be able to if you, if I were to tell you, like, um, name a place in West Virginia you've never been. Name a city you've Hinton. never been to. Okay. If I gave you the geographic coordinates of Hinton, you should be able to, using, if you are a practitioner of controlled remote viewing, if you are good at it, then you could close your eyes and you could go to this place in your mind and actually describe it. Okay. 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 And accurately describe this location you've never been to. Okay. And so then you can imagine how you could use that to describe places in the past or whatever. You know, you could use, you could send your mind anywhere. Um, And this is through the non-local realm, which is (laughs) a space where all things can exist simultaneously and where you can go from one place to another, like, in the in the instant, the, honey, we all know about the multiverse, okay? It's the, the way it is. It, they literally refer to it as the quantum realm. Okay, all right, y'all, you gotta at least you gotta do a little bit better than that. The quantum realm we, is the non-local realm. Is, the realm is the quantum quantum realm, mm-hmm. sort of. It's the quantum realm. I also imagine this feels very similar to me. I referenced Fringe when Olivia Dunham gets in the isolation chamber in mm-hmm. the bath. Mm-hmm. And then is able to like go places and sure. talk to people. Yeah, it feels very similar to like on Stranger Things mm, when Eleven is able to get into the chamber and then visit the Upside Down right. and right. be where people are without physically being where they are. I noticed that's you're drawing, all quantum realm. That's all non-local I've realm stuff. Draw- These are the same ideas. You're drawing a lot of comparisons. I I feel like to. Um, like sci-fi shows, and I don't see you making a lot of connections between this and like documentaries that I might have seen or experiences from my real life. I I don't have any. Oh, okay, that um, makes perfect sense. Then thank you. So, all of this comes together to create the egg. So in 2016, the realization of all of these ideas resulted in. The creation of an 11 by 7 foot, uh, it, it's an, it looks like a big egg. It's a dodecahedron, technically. Okay. Um, that you, it's got wood paneling inside. Nice. Um, yeah, that very is nice so wood classy. paneling. And you, you climb inside. There's an anti-gravity chair just sort of sitting right in the middle. Okay. Uh, of the chair. 
It's got obviously like colorful lights and it's got speakers for the sound uh-huh. and a door so you can get in it. So, but you can't get out. Of it. You you go and I'm I'm sure you can get out. Okay, um, so it's for both for in and out. Yeah, I'm sure you okay, yeah. got it. So you go in uh, to the and end. at first for like a couple minutes you this just quiet so that you can set your intention like uh-huh. what is the thing you're there to fix. Okay, and then I'm there to get back the money I spent on the end. <laughs> the lights and sounds start. And like that, there has been music specially composed for the eggs now. Like oh, they that's have, nice. like she has worked with I'm, people to make music specifically I'm for just, the eggs. I'm just glad Yanni is working, um, honestly. And then there's also like, and then the light patterns. It sounds from I was reading some like descriptions of people who tried them out, and it sounds like it, you can't guarantee like the lights will be the same for everybody. You know, I, I guess it's individualized treatment. It looks. Um, you, so the can I try? Like, so you sit in this thing for like whatever 20 minutes it looks and like a, you're you listen to music and it looks like a white football mm-hmm. that's about the size of i mean a small car i would say like a, a pretty small car it looks like um and it looks like a football and the front of the football like the front panel of the football slides out and you can get into the egg that way and there's like multicolored lights on the inside it looks chill. I mean, it looks like a very chill experience. Um, but that is what the and it's like completely white on the on the outside. And you yes. see like the facets of it giving it that geometric quality. And after so so after you're done with the polygonal maybe more accurately. The light and sound show, mm-hmm. you uh like it's quiet for a few more minutes to let you sort of decompress. I don't know, come back to our realm. And then they let you out and they talk to you a little bit about it. They'll write some stuff down if you want them to about your experience so that like if there were certain journeys you went on that you want to continue next time, they'll remind, you can remind yourself so you can do that the next time. Um, they give you – I read one account where they give you like a special electrolyte beverage afterwards. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You got to replenish. Um and then you can do it as much as you want. No uh, kidding. I figured I would be so exhausted and spent physically, what? spiritually, <laughs> financially after being in the egg that I wouldn't be able to go back for quite some time. No, you can go as much as you want. It, so what they tell you it does, it's a lot of these sort of like nonspecific claims. It works to balance our autonomic nervous system. Yeah, which come on. It's autonomic. It should do its, <laughs> it's thing. It's got auto right in there. On, huh? on its own. <laughs> Detoxes the body, which the, I mean, you know, we we've talked about that, that before. Reduces inflammation, increases circulation, mm. and clears trauma at a cellular level, which is a big claim. And as someone who practices in an area that is rife with um, multi-generational trauma, I find that troubling, personally very troubling. I, I always think that for me, when I hear that, like this is going to clear your trauma, um, and I suspect that it's pseudoscience. For me, that's right up there with like claiming fix AIDS or cancer. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just such a horrible, horrible. promise um, to lie about. So anyway, uh, and it allows the body to balance and restore itself naturally, promoting optimal health and wellness. Um, and then you can read the testimonials where, the, where like it's not them saying they'll fix an illness, which they're very careful not to do. They don't tell you they're going to treat a disease. They don't tell you they're going to treat an illness. There are other people who say, it treated my Lyme disease. It treated my autoimmune conditions. It treated my uh, somebody recovered after a knee surgery really but well the, because of but it. But the owners and creators of the egg are just like, I don't know. Here's egg. It clears trauma at a cellular level, which you can't. I mean, that means that means nothing. 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 Like you can't hold them to that club. What does that mean? I don't yeah. know. How do you prove it or disprove it? So um, the testimonials are all there. I didn't find usually on on things like this. There'll be some links to some studies. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they'll at least try to prove that it works. I didn't find links to study. It was more just sort of like, well, we know light therapy works. We know chromotherapy works. Mm-hmm. And we're just putting it all together. And it's like, well, no, we don't know any of that stuff works. Some of it we know doesn't. Yeah. Um. So, uh, and there are all kinds of like articles on there about different topics, ways like don't do, there's a whole series of like, it's got a bad word in it, so I can't say it. Don't do dumb stuff to your body. Um, and there are things like that. There are links to things you can buy 
Um, you like can a small egg for your keychain. That'd be fun. <laughs> no, you can buy like I think the the they tell you how to get the electrolyte beverages they sell. Oh good. Um, they will sell you the uh, the book. Their books, of course, of course, their books um, about how these are ancient wisdoms and how to use them and all this stuff. But there's also uh, USB drives that contain the music. Oh good. You can buy a a physical physical USB a drive. physical Perfect. USB drive. You can buy. Perfect. Um, well, you can't buy the CDs anymore, so now well, you gotta get physical USB drives. Uh, they also link to companies that sell things like oils and supplements. Well, and when you say they, when you say they, what are what is the setup here? Are we talking like a franchise model yes. where you got eggs all over? You can go find it like sort of like the O2 bars that so, sort of pop, or the IV stuff. Whatever. Precisely, precisely. So this is a so this is a franchise. When you go to the the primary website, which is uh, the first one was set up in Colorado. It was uh, where is the first one? It was outside Denver is where she started practicing. Um, but the first egg is not. I do not believe in Denver proper. But there there's a ton it, of these the in Colorado. Chicken, I think there, there's a ton of these in Colorado. Um, no. Yeah, there's a lot of them there. That seems to be the most common place you can find them. Of course, in in California and throughout a lot of the western states. Um, I think I found one in like Connecticut, maybe New York. There are several in different places. Like there's one in Ontario and some other places in Canada. Um, there are totally, total 140 of these things in 10 different countries. And you'll find like the egg probably inside (laughs) some sort of like wellness center, I would guess. Like a, some some yeah. place that already does Do alternative therapies, and then you can buy, and you can go to the website and like buy an egg. But I mean, you're gonna have to set up a whole center because I assume it's really. I don't know how much it costs to franchise the egg. I gotta look around see if we got it at any of the wellness centers here. Um, We've had a several like really heinous looking places you can, pop up. You can go to their their primary website and look for like you can put in your zip code and look for the closest one. Yes. Um, I did not do that. I don't want them to know my zip code. Um, you can, the sessions, it depends on where you are. Like the prices mm-hmm. will vary a little bit depending on where in the country you are. And they they do note that like they're, they have a base for them so that they can't undercut each other. So they can only be so cheap. I, was, um, I figured the base was so they didn't roll around everywhere. <laughs> the, the prices that I saw like for one website I looked at, which I think was one of the Colorado ones, it was like 130 bucks for a session. Um, and then they they also do, and you can buy packages. You can do like a $300, $600, $900 a month. You can do different packages. They also do things like, I, I couldn't tell what these practitioners did, but there are other people there who will wa- walk you through different treatments for like 200 bucks or 250 bucks depending on what you're looking for and then they also do remote sessions for like 75 dollars or whatever the cost is at your local center so they Um, just show you a a video of the egg they put your picture inside the egg no they don't no they don't no they don't take it back take it back say you made that up that was what i listen i tried to figure out what a remote session was and then i found the the creator talking about one time there was somebody who had covid and they were very sick and in the icu so she put their picture in the egg and did a session a remote session for them and they came off the ventilator and got better from the covid that was i'm just telling you what was on the website it can't be that Read it again. Start over. Start the whole thing over. This is based on the idea that in the quantum realm, um, we're all in one place at the same time. And in the egg, it creates the perfect, much like Olivia Dunham in in the isolation chamber, it creates the perfect environment for you to enter the quantum realm. And then at that point, things that happen to your physical body in one location can happen to pieces of you in another location. So if we have your vibrations inside the chamber, then your physical body Elsewhere, the two will come together in the quantum realm and healing will occur. I guess Justin. I just don't understand why I, if that is true, why do I have to drive all the way to Dayton, according to this map, to go experience it You for could myself? probably call them and try to get a remote session done. They'll they'll also um, do a session for your pet. They do pet, pet sessions. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, so you can put your pet friend inside it. Um, <laughs> And uh, and they have other products. There's something called a lift, which looks more like it looks more like one of those, um, like a like a transport pod or something. It's like a big glass tube you stand in, um, and it does like lights and sounds. It's just less of it. And then they have something called an ellipse, which is the newest product, and it's bigger 
and better. And it's just, it's the egg, but better, I guess. Um, same it's idea. three eggs in a row indicating a pause in speech. Those are the ellipses. Um, so anyway, that, that is the egg. Oh my God, uh, Sid. That is, that I'm is how so it works. I'm so mad that you, you told me about I this. I mean, it, like, in terms of risks and benefits, um, I mean, I don't know what the, other than that you're going to waste some money, I don't know what the risk would be. Like, you're sitting in a pleasant room, a, a pleasant tiny room, listening to, listening to pleasant sounds, probably, and there are lights. And a lot of the people who used it reported feeling very soothed and stress-free and relaxed afterwards, as it would be. It would be, if you're the, if you're into, like, meditation and stuff, this would be a similar vibe, right? Like, this would fit right in there with that kind of um, centering sort of experience, but but it's but it's a pretty expensive thing. Whereas like you do meditation for free, Sydney. Um, Sydney, did you and, see? And it certainly will not cure or treat any type of illness. And they don't claim that. But it's like a lot of wellness products where they they don't claim that, but they definitely allow people who've used it to claim it. Um, Honey, they have a children's book. They have a children's book. Little dragon and the giant egg, a harmonic egg adventure. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I gotta have it. How can I get this book without telling them anything about myself <laughs> or giving any distinguishing information that they could use to track me down? I think it's it's just <laughs> if it was just something that people wanted to do to feel at peace and alleviate their stress. I mean, it's a pretty expensive thing for that, but like we all choose to spend our money on things that aren't necessary at times, right? Like many people will spend money on something that others would consider frivolous or unneeded. And so if it was just that, this is if what, it was just that, but what, I, it's with it's with the health claims. So why the health why claims? The health, this is what irritates me about people. I wish that we as a species could just be like, hey, I made this crazy egg. You have to come check it out. It's wild. There's yeah. lights and sounds, and you get in it, and you just freak out for, like, 20 minutes. It's amazing. And, yeah, I got to charge a little money because these things aren't cheap. But you just go in there, and, like, it's like, what's it do? It's like, it doesn't do any. What are you talking about? You just go in, and it's wild. You're in the egg, and it's crazy. And it's like, you just experience it. I would do that if it was just like, hey, come sit in this egg. Yeah. It's, I, it's wild. This, Nobody can get to you. You don't is, read any news. You just sit in the egg. Yeah, I'll sit in the egg. This is what, this is what really tears me up about this kind of stuff is because— I, I told you, like, I understand what we're trying to mimic here because I've watched sci-fi. And I I think that some of that stuff is is fascinating to think about as a thought exercise, as a... I mean, a lot of these people study stuff like the vague, like, human potential. Right. That concept of human potential. And I understand wanting to explore that. And, like, definitely people who have started thinking that way have increased our understanding of what humans can do and are capable of throughout time and, and history, right? Like, right. Th these are not bad thoughts to have. It's when you tie it to something that, one, will give people false hope in pursuit of curing something or treating something, or, or two, just rips them off. Yeah. You know, I mean, I— just don't. It's just frustrating. It's like if you just really want to experience it because it sounds like a cool thing and you got 130 bucks to drop on it. Go for it. Go for it. Go so for be it. it. I wouldn't do it at that price. I didn't think I that wouldn't. was the price. 20 bucks, I might get in the egg for an hour. <laughs> I would not get in the egg for an hour. For, well, and I don't know how that it's an hour. How long would you get in the egg for that? For 30 minutes, how long would you pay? How much would you pay to get in the egg for 30 I minutes? I couldn't be in that egg for 30 minutes. Do you know me? Do you think I could sit in, a, in an isolation chamber for 30 minutes? Nah, probably not. You need some people in there with you. I could be in there for five you. minutes before I needed somebody to talk to, and I would freak out. Yeah, like, you'd be texting I'm, me. Like, I'm bored. Come get me. Exactly. I'm not claustrophobic. I just I need more stimulation than that. I don't. But but that's that's the point. I do not see any way scientifically this would treat or cure anything. I don't necessarily see how it could be risky unless you have unless you do have claustrophobia. In which case, I imagine this would be very uncomfortable. Um, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Uh, we're sorry that if you're angry about this, we get it. Uh, there have been many worse things on Sawbones, but I can't. I, very few have gotten out of my have, have irritated me to this extent. Not infuriated, irritated. It's so irritating. I just think that all this stuff is really. If people want to sit around and talk about it and write about it, write books so that you can read about it and think about it. I think that's great. I think Make it's fascinating. The Make the egg. It's just like same way we learned about those 
time space waves. We don't know why. We just did it. Yeah. Just make an and, that's, egg. and like, I love reading about it and talking about it and thinking about it. It it doesn't always have to be tied to making money mm. or health and whatever wellness means anymore. I don't know what the word wellness means nowadays. Also, just a quick note, Sid, do you want to cover this one? Yeah. Last week on the show, um, Weird Medical Questions, uh, uh, one listener wrote in and used the term in the question, um, womb man, as in like the word womb and man. And uh, Justin and I had never heard that term before. I thought it was just a portmanteau for someone who has a uterus, um, whoever that person may be. Apparently, this is a term that has been used or is commonly used um, by trans-exclusionary radical feminists or people who are, are transphobic and deny the, you know, rights and existence of, of trans people and their ability to, you know, exist safely and equally with the rest of us. Uh, I think we have both been pretty clear on the show, and I, I hope you know about us. I hope we have gained that trust that um, we are both absolutely— uh, supporters of the transgender community and would in never in any way try to exclude um, trans women from our definition or anyone's definition of women. And um, if that word caused you harm, I am sorry. I absolutely would never do that intentionally. And thank you to the listeners who wrote, can I say very kind emails yeah. to educate yeah. us on what that word meant? Yeah. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time and emotional labor to do that. We we have removed it from the last episode just because we didn't want to make for an unpleasant listening experience for anybody that might be triggered by hearing a term like that, uh, considering the context and the gravity. But uh, we did want to mention it here just so it doesn't seem like we were trying to uh, sweep things under the rug. But no. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. Uh, thanks to taxpayers for the use of our song, Medicines, as the intro and outro of our program. It's their song. I don't know why I said our song. Uh, <laughs> thanks to you for listening. That's going to do it for us. Until next time, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. Fund.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.